What up, what up, what up? Welcome to a new type of scorecard. This is, uh, let me get myself centered here, the preview prediction scorecard for next week's big fight between Caleb Sweethand, Sweethands Plant and David uh, Benavidez. Let me get his nickname, David El Bandera Roja, red flag. I don't think the, uh, that's kind of El Bandera Roja, red flag. Anyways, David Benavidez, the Mexican monster. I can't wait for this one. I can't wait for this one. Um, specifically because just in general, it's always a bigger fight or it's always going to be a good fight when the two opponents generally don't like each other in real life. You know, sometimes, most of the times you'll see, you know, two guys talk, talking or, you know, females too, two competitors talking, um, you know, talking trash to each other. In uh, most cases, it's just, uh, you know, just to hype up the fight. But there's, you know, there's a few cases where in real life, the, you know, the, the two opponents don't like each other. And this is the case here. And um, especially it's better at the, at the highest level. Um, Caleb Sweethead plans. Let's go through his record real quick. 22 wins, 13 knockouts with only one loss to Canelo. And with that one loss specifically, I had him actually winning on on the uh, on the scorecard in in that fight versus Canelo. He did lose it. He did get caught in uh, in the later rounds. Uh, I have it up here. Referee stopped that lost. It was in the eleventh round, eleventh round stoppage, which was close because I honestly had him um, up on on the scorecards in that in that Canelo fight. Um, after that, he fought Anthony Durrell and stopped him with a perfect, accurate left hook. Now he's about to take on uh, Benavidez. Now looking at Benavidez's record real quick. 26 wins with 23 knockouts. This guy has an 88 percentage knockout percentage uh, uh, KO rating. So if you fight this guy, there is a almost a 90% chance you're getting stopped. <laughs> How's that? And he's undefeated and has very few flaws, but uh, his strengths... He has a few flaws, but his strengths outdo outdo the, the the few flaws that he has. Again, undefeated. He also has a common common opponent in um in Anthony Durrell. He stopped him, and that's the thing too, because when Anthony Durrell stopped when uh, when when David Benavidez stopped Anthony Durrell, he was only twenty two years old. He was only twenty two years old when can when Caleb Plant. I don't know. Uh, he was a little bit old. What, what year was Caleb Plant born? Anyways, Caleb Plant was was not old, but you know, in athletic terms, a little bit older. I think in his late twenties uh, um, when he when he when he stopped Anthony Durrell just a couple of months ago with a probably a knockout of the year with a perfectly placed, accurate left hook to the chin, um, counter left hook. You know, it couldn't have been more perfect than that, especially with with Caleb Plant not known as being a knockout puncher. Uh, a single punch, like a, a one-punch knockout puncher. He's not known for that, for his power. Um, he only has a 56% knockout rating in his fights, 13 knockouts in his 22 fights, only one defeat to, to Canelo, which, again, I thought he was winning. So he relies more on his skills, which has done him very good so far in his career. And that's the main thing that he's going to have to have to rely on. So three things uh, uh well not specifically three things there's actually one main thing that both guys that i that i believe is going to be the main difference in uh in this in this competition here 
start with Caleb Plant first. He needs to make sure that he has exceptional footwork to be able to to get away from Bet from uh, Benavidez with with different angles, not running, not just simply not engaging and and you know throwing a simple jab and and going from rope to rope. He has to land a couple of punches and then make a, a, a sharp turn to get back to the center of the ring. This is what I always try to explain to the boxers and and just boxers in general, fighters in general, from MMA fighters too. If you're fighting someone that's a, that's a power puncher, an aggressive puncher, that cut, that especially when they're coming forward, if you don't exactly have the power to match theirs, it's not running, but simply using your footwork to, 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 to center back, you, specifically lateral movement, using that lateral movement not to go rope to rope. That's the mistake that people do. It's not just simply getting out of the way and going from one rope and then going from to the other rope. No, you have to make a sharp turn to get, get yourself back to the center of the ring, specifically because when you want to take a break, you take it in the center of the ring. That way you can stop there and, and engage with a few punches, not to move anywhere, it's keep, hold, your, hold your ground, land a few punches, and then when you're ready, you can move backwards or sideways or this way or that way, <clears throat> any angle that you want to. But when you just go from rope to rope, especially against someone that's a, a, a very aggressive with coming forward like that, that walk him down style, um, that's what Benavidez is great at. I'll get to him in a second. But someone that's very aggressive with that, going for all, when you go simply go from rope to rope, it's easier for your opponent to cut you off. It's, there's not, it's easier for them to use that angle to cut you off if you just go from one rope to the other rope in the, in the, squared, in the squared ring. But if you, if you go from one rope, take maybe two or three steps and, may, and get a, do a sharper turn to get back to the center of the ring, then stop in the center of the ring. Not just turn and keep going back, back to the rope to the corner again. Sharp turn, stop in the center of the ring. If you don't want to throw, use a fake one of you know use a fake just to get your opponent to hesitate for a second uh, and land a few punches and then you could do do a, a a different angle that's not running that's using smart footwork to get out of your way facing a, a hard power puncher that's the main thing there's other things that Caleb Plant has to do but that's 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 really the main one uh, and then I'll come back to him after to talk about the other things Mr. Benavitez This guy's something else, man. First of all, I was saying years ago, everyone is is recognizing uh, Benavidez now as as the guy. I was and have have receipts, witnesses and receipts <laughs> to uh, to vouch that I've said this. I said this years ago that Benavidez would be the guy to beat Canelo. Um, people thought I was crazy saying this years ago. So they said he was. Uh, I don't want to call you guys out. You guys know who you are. You know, you're smiling, listening to this right now. Um, people said that, you know, back then he was, he was, because he was too young, he got hit too much, and he didn't have the experience. The experience part, yes, but he kind of reminds me, and this is a different comparison because it's two, they have two totally different styles, but the comparison that I'm using is that, um, is that they fight more mature than their age 
and what I'm talking about is Shakur Stevenson, one of the top boxers in the world. He's like his his boxing brain, like he's he's in athletics terms, like he's more he was he was always more mature than his age with the things that he's doing in in the ring. It's not it wasn't just simply his athleticism. It was the way that he was doing it, using his distance, his good jab, not running, but using that side to side movement to 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 get away from his opponent. Like he was doing things when he was like 18, 19 that most people don't most boxers don't get until they're like 27, 28. Um, so going back to David Benavidez, obviously a different style but from Shakur Stevenson, but the way that he uses the 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 walk him down style, which I like to talk like when your opponent is is is, is coming for you, not making it a secret. Like David Benavidez, he's not gonna be standing there like on his toes, like going in and out. Like he's he's making it uh, pretty clear that he's coming to take your head off, but he does it in in a smart way. And what also makes him special in that walk him down style is that most guys when when they do come at you like that they'll they'll come at you like one or two hard punches because you still have to be worried about their their power so you're still on the move with benavidez not only is he strong but he throws like multiple combinations like he's fast with his hands he's fast with his hands um so that that's what makes him different with it with that walk him down style coming coming forward Cutting you off, coming forward, and throwing uh, um, throwing lots of punches. It seems pretty simple, but um, to actually do it, to have the confidence to do that when you're at a young age, like I said, he was, you know, and he he when he said this in one of the press conferences that um, <laughs> that reminded me because he said, you know, he 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 stopped the rel. I don't know if it's the fight. I can't remember if the fight was stopped or I got the highlights up here. I don't know if the fight was stopped. Anyways, he he clearly, oh yeah, the picks. So yeah, I forgot about the picks the whole time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so yeah, David David Benavides, man, that that walk him down style. He wasn't even though he did get hit. I didn't think he got hit like concerningly enough to to be worried when he when he did step up in in level of competition. So those are the, the those are the first two main things that. Um, that both guys have to do to uh, to make sure that they win. So I talk about first Caleb Plant having exceptional footwork, not running, but exceptional footwork to, to, to get him back to the center of the ring, land a couple of punches and, and then be on the move. And David, Bina, David Benavidez has to counter that and continue with his walk him down style, cutting him off, but throwing faster. Like what, what Benavidez has to try to do, whatever way Caleb Plant tries to go in his lateral movement, try to throw to that side. So if Caleb Plant moves to his left, throw a punch to that side to easily either going to hit him or make him get his hand up. Same thing on the other side. So going back to Plant now, yeah, we'll go through them picks. Next Saturday, March 25th. I can't wait for it. Also, I'll be coaching the level two boxing course that uh, that weekend too. So shout out to the coaches. Shout out to the coaches that uh, graduated from level one a couple weeks last week that I taught, and then next week will be level two. Shout out to them. All right, back to the fight. Back to the fight. Quick sip here. And not just, I'm going to talk about 
anyways, we'll get to that after. So back to plant. The other thing that he has to do, <clears throat> he has to pick up the pace with the accuracy of his punches. Again, a very good boxer. Was winning the fight. I had him winning the fight against uh, against Canelo um, until he got caught and stopped late. But I, I wouldn't have been mad if if other people had it the other way because he it, he didn't he didn't throw he should have still threw more. And even though he's very accurate with his punches, that's how he wins most of his fights with not with his power but with his skill, his speed, and the accuracy of of his punches. He needs to pick up the pace with that because David Benavidez has not. He's still young and he hasn't been hurt enough yet to to respect his opponent's power, especially someone with only a, a 56 percentage knockout rating. All right. So if he he's gonna if he's gonna earn David Benavidez's respect early, Caleb Plant's always been accurate with his punches, but the he has to the accumulation of them has to, you know, that he has to start those a lot more early. He has to start start those a lot more early. He can't afford to 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 lose the the couple of early rounds just trying to figure out what angle he's going to come out in. He needs to to figure that out early and be more with the throw more punches with with his accuracy like that. Again, Caleb Plant does not have. <laughs> I was just about to say <laughs> with this picture right here. I was just about to say he doesn't have one punch knockout power. <laughs> this is with his last opponent right here which he stopped with one punch knockout power which is probably the knockout of the year so i was just i'm going to come back to the accuracy part with his punches but just the the, the psychological part of boxing too with this fight with the relic it's one thing to have a boxing match with someone a competitive boxing match with someone you know that that alone is uh you know a challenge mentally but the extra pressure that you put on yourself knowing that you don't like the other person the reason why i bring that up this fight with anthony Durrell here there was a lot of trash talking going on too and it wasn't just for the fight it was you know they were seriously talking some trash to each other um <clears throat> so you have that extra mental pressure that's on you this fight with benavidez is 10 times like they've been talking to each other for years now and they're finally going to get at each other next saturday i can't wait for it so Going back to the accuracy um, with Caleb Plant. Anyways, I talked enough about that. He just has to throw more punches if he's because he's already accurate with him. It's not that you, I mentioned this in the course that I, that I taught last week. Sometimes in the crowd, you'll hear you'll hear random people say stuff like like even coaches say like throw punches and bunches, which means throw yeah obviously just throw lots of punches. But it's not just simply throwing lots lots of punches. You want to be accurate be efficient with the punches that you are throwing, right? So he needs to be efficient and not just efficient, because Caleb Plant is already efficient. He has to throw more. Going back to Benavidez, Benavidez has been so dominant in his fights. Again, 90% KO percentage rating, 26 wins, 23 knockouts, uh, or knockouts or stoppages, TKOs. Like and and he might have got touched up, you know, a little bit, but not enough. Again, not enough for him to respect his opponent's power. Um, with that being said, there are sometimes, there are sometimes where 
sometimes he's he he is he isn't so so in control that he gets kind of lazy with his defense, and that's when he would get hit a, hit a couple times. Again, he would always overcome it, and and in most cases, stop his opponent. But um, sometimes, yeah, again, he's he, he's so dominant that he kind of gets he kind of not loses his focus, but he kind of gets lazy and kind of plays around a little bit, and you know, which would get him touched up against Caleb Plants if he's on his game, and if he. Again, if he if he picks up the accumulation of his punches with his accuracy, that that I believe would cause problems for Benavidez. Oh, you know what I forgot to do? I I even told myself that I said I was going to do this at the beginning of the show. This is the scorecard, specifically the prediction scorecard. So I should have started with um, with my uh, prediction. So my actual prediction for this fight is David Benavidez by decision, by split decision. And I'm split between split decision or unanimous. I believe Caleb Plant will will come in, especially with his coach, Stephen Edwards. Shout out to Stephen Edwards, one of the best, smartest coaches in the game. This guy does not get enough credit for his for his boxing mind. Most boxing people don't even know who I'm talking about right now. Steven Edwards, Caleb Plant's coach, one of the smartest boxing coaches out there right now. Much respect to him. <clears throat> He's going to have Caleb Plant focus on a good game plan. Um, my only thing is I'm not I, I'm not sure to that Caleb Plant is going to throw enough to make him win enough rounds. I know he's going to throw, and I know he's going to land, and I know and I hope – he doesn't go from rope to rope, but he makes the sharp turns to get him back to the center of the ring. I'm just not sure if he's going to be able to to to, to throw those extra punches that he's going to need to to get Benavidez respect to make Benavidez hesitate to come forward. And so I know I, I I'm, I'm I think I know he'll win. Caleb Plant will win a couple of rounds. Um, you know, I did say split, but. I am actually leaning slightly a little bit more towards I'm slightly leaning more towards unanimous. Yeah, yeah. You know what? All right. I'll just go with it. F it. I'm going to go with unanimous by David Benavidez, but not not um without without, you know, it, I think it'll be closer. I think it'll be closer. I think Caleb Plant will land. Like I said, he'll he have good footwork and land some punches, just not enough to not enough punches to to get him to win some of the close rounds. That's what yeah, that's the thing. That's how I'll put it. There's going to be a lot of close rounds. There's going to be a lot of close rounds, but those close rounds will be won by David Benavidez because of his walk him down style, and he's going to be throwing more, not just simply because he's coming forward. You don't just give for someone's not just winning the fight just because they're coming forward more, but I believe Benavidez is going to come forward more and throw more, just be more busier. <clears throat> um, yeah, man, this body shot they landed here from on David Demir, and again, he's tall, long, and has power. And and you know the other thing, David Benavidez has he's just naturally a bigger person. 
he used to be not athletic, but he was used to be a heavyweight, like just a, a chubby kid. But at the same time, he still boxed. So, you know, it's kind of he, he, he might not have a, a six pack with his body, but he's been boxing for, for a long time. So, so he has the skills. And like I said, because he came down from like 200 pounds, fights at, he fights at uh, this fights at 168, I believe. Um, and he came, you know, he used to be a chubby kid at 200 pounds. So he, he just, he's, he has that natural strength from being that big before. Um, and he's and his hands are fast. So that's why that is the main reason why I am, uh, I think David Benavides will win by unanimous decision. But again, there's still going to be a lot of close rounds because Caleb Plant is a very good boxer. And if he sticks to the game plan, which I'm assuming uh, um, Edwards will give him exceptional footwork, more punches with the with his accuracy, that's uh, that I believe will uh, will help him get it. Yeah, but he does not want to be in this position here, in this picture right here. Um, get caught against the ropes. If you get caught against the ropes with David Benavidez, and he catches you with one of those, like it's you, you know. There's a very slim chance that you're getting out of it. You do not want to be in this position against David Benavidez. Um, so, throw a couple punches, sharp turn to get back to the center. And then, um, <clears throat> yeah, unanimous by David Benavidez. Yeah, don't end up like that. Don't end up like that. <laughs> so, that is going to be next week, March 25th, next Saturday. Again, yeah, in this picture right here, you know, Caleb uh, 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 Plant using his exceptional defense, getting his he had his left hand down, but his right hand up to get away from uh, from Canelo's from Canelo's wide punches. Sometimes can you know Canelo's fast with his hands too. Sometimes he throws wide. This is a good example of how of how Caleb Plant made uh, made uh, made one of the pound for pound boxes. Remember that too. Canelo is considered one of the top pound for pound boxers in the sport of boxing. And uh and Caleb Plant did very well against them in that that whole time in, in that fight. I'm using my phone. Do we have any in anybody in the comments? Oh, 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 okay, okay. My bad. I missed all these comments here. Let me go through these. Let me go through these. Wow. All right, all right, all right. Where's the beginning though? So, so <clears throat> Mad Chat Sports Tavern. Good morning. Much respect. Much respect. He thinks I'm overrating David Benavidez. David uh, gonna bust up Plant. Y'all overrating David. What do you mean? How you just said I'm overrating David, but you said David is gonna bust up Plant. David has to move up to 175. David with Heredia. He may have. He may have to move down to 160. Chubby David looks like Tarzan. <laughs> Uh, he wasn't accurate versus Canelo. Yes, he was very accurate versus Canelo. You're wrong about that. Um, David is accurate. David is over. AP, AP the great 28 says David is overrated. I do not, I do not agree with that. So what else? Well, maybe you'll, you'll explain it up here. AP tell, uh, love this fight. AP says both guys biggest win is with bum Darrell. How can you make an assessment? It, it's simply they, they both have the same common opponent. That's how you make the the uh, 
the assessment. Come on now. Neither guy has no signature win to make neither fair assessment. Victor Conti versus Angel Heredia. Uh, yeah, both will be very well conditioned. David is going to stop plant, but after that, now what? Canelo's what after that? Um, payday. All the comp is at 175. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be very interesting. So I guess, uh, well, if, if, and it, it all depends where Canelo, because can, people are going to follow where the money is. So whatever, whatever Canelo, wherever Canelo is going to go to, that's where these guys are going to go to. Now, as far as, um, making the weight. So he made a comment about uh, moving up to 175. Again, wherever Canelo is at, that's where people are going to kind of gravitate to. Biv, you know, Bivol even said he'd go down to, is going down to 168 for, for the rematch. So that part, no. Um, and again, what David Benavidez said this years ago, he's fast. I'm not, he's not overrated, man. He's not, uh, he's definitely not overrated. What did I say? After he stops plant, after that, what? Again, wherever Canelo's at, that's where he's going. I'm not sure about uh, the guys at 175. Like again, Bival, who's probably the second best at 175, said he's going to follow Canelo wherever Canelo wants to fight at 168, 175. He'll have to rematch wherever he wants to. So that's where wherever Canelo's at, that's where the money is going to follow. That's where these guys are going to go to. Um, as far as making the weight, you know. The, yeah. He's not too big for the weight class. If you can make the weight dominate, no, he did. He did miss weight one time, and another time got suspended for another reason. But he he missed weight one time. Now, is that because he was young and still not disciplined with his nutrition yet? This was a couple of years ago. I don't think he's missed weight since then. So, if you can make the weight dominate, there's no no weight bullying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, someone else told me I look like Le'Veon Bell too. That's funny. Uh, what are the big money fights at 168? The Canelo, the same Canelo who has zero desire to fight him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying this. But the re you're asking me what's next. I'm just saying well, they're, they're, that's what you have to try for. Even if he's not going to do it, call him out, have other fights to put yourself in a better position for him to to, to fight you for that big money fight. Uh, the Mexican fan base will call for it. Canelo looks... Uh, greedy belly <laughs> timing of both Canelo's and Benavidez fights are perfect. Canelo wants no Bivol. Okay, well, I don't. Is this confirmed? Did he actually? Did he himself say this, or is this your assumption? Because I know it's in the in in the contract. There was obviously Canelo has a has a um, uh, a rematch clause in in all of his fights. So I don't know if he, if he has if he's completely not going to exercise that or if he's going to do it at a, at a better date rematch with better be destroys him uh yes i bet i believe better be destroys everyone who he fights um better be is one of those exceptional guys hold on let me talk about better be for a second uh better be is one of those guys that uh is exceptional he is 37 years old now, so he's getting a little bit up there. He's obviously disciplined with his training and stuff like that. So he's a he's a young 37, but um, still there. <clears throat> Again, how old is is David Benavides? Hold on, he is 26 years old now. He's only 26 years old now. So yeah, so when you say like you know what? Okay, he hasn't accomplished nothing yet. No signature. No signature fight. 
guy's 26 years old right now. So he still has a, 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 a um, another couple of years before he's actually in his physical man strength prime. So yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of years from now, like he, the, as good as he's looking right now against the B plus level, A minus level competition that he's been facing, I am very impressed by him. And, you know, sometimes you got to, of course, these guys, when they're coming up, that's why it's called, you know, predictions, because you you, you kind of have to make your assessment to, to, to see, like, if you were a matchmaker, who would you match them up with, match them up with to, you know, to help them get that experience to, to get to get to the top? Obviously, you have to slowly move up in competition. So he has a record of 26 wins, 23 knockouts. He's only 26 friggin' 26 years old, man. Come on now. Let me take a quick sip. I get back to these guys. What else we got here? <clears throat> so better beef, uh, better beef is an elite boxer puncher. Yes, exactly. You know, one thing that a lot of people don't know about better beef, these guys with Bivol and better beef, the reason why Bivol never went to the Olympics. <clears throat> is could be better be have beat him in the amateurs too. So better be is not just a, 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 a stock you power puncher. He actually has boxing skills too. Very good boxing skills. Um, so what else we got? He fights Bilbao at 168 if there is one. Yeah, exactly. The Canelo, the Canelo rebatch would be at 168 if there was one. Mad Chad Sports Tavern, thank you for, for chiming in. AP the Great 28, what up, what up? He says, asking me what B-plus competition, what B-plus has David fought before Plant? Let me pull up the box rec. B-plus. Well, Lemire is old. He had a belt before uh, Anthony Durrell, come on now. He's at least B plus. Don't tell me Anthony Durrell's a C plus, C plus fighter. Ronald DeGrill, them two fights that he had with Ronald DeGrill, those were two tough matches. Ronald DeGrill is at least a B plus fighter. Don't tell me Ronald, Ronald DeGrill's a bum. Like, come on now. Jaleon Love. Uh, Ronald Ellis put up a good fight. Like, come on, man. These guys are, these guys aren't bums. They're not, they're not, they're definitely not a level competition. I'll give you that, but that's that's disrespectful to call uh, Anti Dorella a C plus fighter. Nah, man, that's that's disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull up, well, then pull up the box rec. Not this is your opinion, but pull up the box rec and give a specific explanation. David beat up Ellis. Ellis is Canelo's number one sparring partner. All right, and and what and what. <laughs> Darrell is C minus. Nah, 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 nah. That's that's disrespectful, man. That's that's disrespectful. Um. So yeah, man. What else we got? What else we got? Ask Kelly Pavlik about about David. Yes, yes. Kelly Kelly Pavlik. Um. And Kelly Pavlik was Kelly Pavlik was this again sparring that you're speaking of, not actual competition, right? Um. But much respect to you guys, man. Much respect to you guys uh, that took the time to to to, to 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 give your opinions. AP the Great 28, thank you very much. Much respect to you. Mad Chad Sports Tavern, 
you know, we, we can agree to disagree. And I appreciate you guys taking time to, uh, to make the comments in, in, in the show. And uh, when David was a teenager, yes, yes, exactly. Whoa, 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 David Kelly was not elite at the time. When David was a was a teenager, when when David was a teenager, um, yeah. And remember what I talked about before that, uh, like he 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 boxes more mature than his age. So that's exactly what I'm talking about right now. David did that to him when he was a teenager. So I just proved my point right there. But again, thank you very much for for the comments. Much respect, much respect, AP the Great 28 and Mad Chat Sports Tavern. All right, man, I'm out. I'll see you guys next week. Shout out to Talk and Fight, number one boxing sports channel on YouTube. If you can't catch the scorecard live, check it. Check it, um, you know, check the replay on the YouTube channel or anywhere you anywhere that you listen to the to your sports uh, um, boxing podcast. Also, check out the Talk and Fight website and uh, subscribe there. If you haven't done it yet, do me a favor and please, please press the like button and share it too on your other social medias, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And then, um, yeah, tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit me up too on my YouTube page, Cedric Sports Training, and any social media at Cedric Sports. All right, man, we'll be back next week. Peace.